Welcome to Dentai's Chats, where we give you five minutes of health news because you care about health, but you just don't want to spend too much time learning about it. It is easier to learn something or to acquire a new skill today than it ever has been in human history. We have all of the old methods of learning things, plus all of the new ones, and all the new ones are stunningly pretty close to free. Go to YouTube and look up any topic and you will have dozens, maybe even hundreds of videos from shockingly solid professors, quote unquote, teaching you, instructing you about whatever intrigues you. And then of course you have the Khan Academy and Udemy and the dozen or so imitation sites where people can go and put up a course, teach a live course on again, any topic you could ever imagine. Oh yeah, and then you have the traditional universities now branching into free online courses. So you could spend 50,000 hours a year and go to Yale, or you can just go onto Yale's website and see some of their best classes taught by their most impressive professors for free. But the form of learning doesn't affect the actual knowledge that's being taught. Math on YouTube is the same math in a classroom is the same math that a tutor teaches. And this concept also often holds true with health knowledge. We have more ways to test and hypothesize and research that which will make us most healthy than we've ever had before. And yet so much of the time, the result that we get is the same thing we already knew it's merely presented in a different, perhaps sexier way. Take sleep, for instance. Did you really need a new study to convince you that sleeping is good? Well, if you did, here it is. And this is sleep in the form of naps, which has become more in vogue lately. This is where we learn some newer things. Yes, yes, we all should know that sleep is great and that sleeping more would probably solve most of our health problems, right? You don't get enough sleep, so then you drink more coffee and you take some pills and then you can't go to sleep and then you feel jittery during the day or then you have all this stress and it all just came back to you not getting enough sleep. But anyway, back to the naps and how we've got some new research on that front, and that research would be about participants attempting to complete an impossible task, a frustration task, as it was dubbed. So all the participants had to try and solve this unsolvable riddle, and then were broken up into groups. Half of them went to watch a one-hour-long nature video, and the other half went to take a one-hour nap. And you've probably already guessed where this is going to end. After the one-hour break, all participants were asked to return to trying to solve the unsolvable, and those who had had the nap were willing to stay working on the task for much longer. They reported less frustration and less impulsivity than those who did not get the nap. So see, you already knew that. You knew sleep was good, but this is where I would hypothesize one of the new traits of our education can be so valuable. And that trait is its ubiquity. You put together index cards as a child to learn through repetition. And by continually being bombarded with research that's mostly reinforcing things that you already know, you're more likely to follow it because you need those reminders and you need to have the re-emphasis. You need to revisit the index card. So this is your index card. Get a good night's sleep. And if not, take a nap. 
Or even if you do take a nap. Anyway, freedom usually tends to move in one direction, granting more rights to more people. Uh, but the Americans are not feeling that way about tobacco. Some 75% of Americans believe that the purchase age for tobacco should be 21 instead of 18, and even 7 out of 10 current smokers said that they would support such efforts to make it harder for young adults to buy cigarettes. As for getting people to actually quit smoking, how about you just pay them? A year-long cessation program was designed where a participant could make up to $2,000 if all checkpoints were hit, and then there was a simultaneous program being run without financial incentives, and the winner is the financial incentives. The people who were get paid money were more likely to quit and to stay off of the drug. Check out Dentai's chats on iTunes, subscribe, write a review, all of that would be helpful. Go get some sleep.